Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast NFL Edition. We are back. Today, we're going to be previewing some big week three games going on in the NFL. You already know we got the legendary Aki's bets in the section. So we got the man, the myth, the legend, our NFL expert, the producer, Justin Akinda. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. We're already in week three. Yep. Two weeks down. On to the third. Let's get it. That's that's crazy, man. Like, already three. We're out in the third week. Two weeks down, like you just said. I know we're going to get your insight on what you're seeing from some teams already, if they're for real or not. But let's get right into that Thursday night game, man. Uh, Carolina and uh, Houston, they went at it. Uh, Carolina won 24-9. Carolina Panthers are 3-0. I don't think anyone had that this early in the year. Man, there was a lot of people that are really high on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Me included. I thought they were going to do well with Sam Darnold. You give Sam Darnold some weapons. You give him Christian McCaffrey. You give, him mm-hmm. a, you give him a really good defense, and this is what you have. I mean, what shocked me is I was reading Football Outsiders, and in the DVOA rankings, the Panthers are the number one team in it. Wow. Now, the rankings, the DVOA rankings aren't accounting for, like, opponents like win records how good your opponent is yet mm-hmm. and they played the jets and the jets saints and texans last night but yeah they're number one dvoa football outsiders has some as the best team in the nfl going into week three which surprised me which is wild do you believe it um no i don't think they're the best team they just have the best stats against who they played right now but yeah man I can see them keep keep on keeping on. I mean, their next six games is at Dallas, Philly, Minnesota, at the Giants, at Atlanta, then the Patriots. And I, I really only see three potential losses in there. So we can potentially be seeing a, a eight and a six and two team, six and three, five and three team by the time we're at the halfway point of the season. Does that also depend on how long uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be out? Because he did leave the game on a hamstring. They haven't said how long he's going to be out yet. So, yeah, they still have. They did draft um Trooper Hubbard, and I forget who the other dude backup running is running back is. But yeah, I still think they'll still be able to run the ball. There definitely won't be as dynamic without Christian McCaffrey. But they have a really good receiving core. I mean, DJ Moore had eight catches for 126 yards last game. They got Robbie Anderson, and Sam Darnold hasn't been fucking it up. So. Yeah, I can definitely see see them, you know, in this little six game set stretch going four and two, five and one. Like their schedule is really easy. I know it's early, but is Sam Darnold going to be another person who we say once he got away from Adam Gaze, he became better? I know it's only three game, two, well, three games, but is he already another one? Man. About Adam Gates, when I was on Twitter, we got on. Someone tweeted the graphic. It was mm-hmm. like he was at a high school when he left. They won the nat- They won the state title when he was at LSU. When um in the early two thousands, and day after he left, he won. They won the national championship in 03. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, when he was um with Denver, won the um Super Bowl after he left. So mm-hmm. I think Sam Darnold's going to be a part of that class. I mean. To Adam Gase's defense, I mean, the Jets did suck. Like, the organization didn't help Sam Darnold one bit. But, 
yeah, I, I think we're going to be saying when you leave, it's another case of when you leave Adam Gase, you do better almost instantly. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, that's it with the Panthers. They are 3-0. and Texans are... One and two, Justin. Oh I know. My we, game. I fucking fell asleep. About it. it was Dude, once Christian. Once it, it it was very boring, and it's kind of it kind of sucks because these primetime games have been really good so far, and this was like the last. This was the like first week one. I mean, we got week three coming up, and the games in the um. Oh yeah, there's in, some in the four o'clock and Sunday night and the Monday night game. They're all good. Let's go right into that man. Uh, Four twenty five. 2-0 Tampa Bay against 2-0 Los Angeles Rams. This is, I didn't know they would be playing this early. And it's at um, Los Angeles. Tom Brady's first time playing a game in L.A., if you did not know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Justin, man, what is going to happen in this one? This is a, I feel like this one's more bigger for the Rams to like really show that they could compete with the Bucks. But what are you seeing in this? Yeah, man, this is this is gonna be a good one. I mean, both teams are two and zero. Bucks in week one beat my Dallas Cowboys thirty one twenty nine. Then they absolutely fucking dog walked the Falcons last week. Oh my god! Like, and you know what? The Falcons were in it. Like, it was twenty eight twenty five. Like going into halftime, like Atlanta came back, and then oh my god, dude ran back those um. Run back those two picks. Well, picks. one was a pick six, and the other one was a batted ball into a pick six. Just God, if you're talking about the worst teams in the NFL. I think you gotta put have Atlanta in your top two because they are just fucking off. God damn! Once again, and then the Rams beat beat up on the Bears in Week One. They fucking sleepwalk against the um, Colts in our favorite um, quarterback that we forgot to talk about in the first podcast. Carson Wentz, old double sprained ankle ass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's been lighting it up. I mean, he's 655 yards, nine touchdowns in fucking two weeks. I mean, shit, if he keeps this pace up, he's going to beat all the records that he already has. Stafford's been playing well. The, the true key of this game is, can the Bucks pass all over the Rams? Because the Rams are ha- have a pretty good secondary. I mean, they got Jalen Ramsey back there. Mm-hmm. And... The Rams like to run the ball, and I don't think they're going to be able to run the, run the ball on Tampa Bay because they have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So that's what it comes down to. Is Tom Brady going to be able to keep up what he's been doing the past two weeks, just throwing all over everyone? And can the Rams, who won't have the running game that they're typically used to having with the matchup against the Bucks, can they sling it against the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who has – who kind of has a leaky secondary. We saw Dak Prescott in week one mm-hmm. kind of expose that. They did have injuries in that first matchup, but that's what's going to pretty much come down to. Uh, AB is out this game. Oh, of the, whoa. What? He's not playing? Because of the COVID, COVID protocols. He has COVID? Well, I don't know if he has COVID. Or I know he's out because of the protocols. Oh. Um, well, Mike Evans might catch some more balls this week. Oh, he might, or um, Godwin, but man, when you look at this Rams team, I just want to also say, people really got to put some more respect on Cooper Cup. Oh my God, that, that's who I forgot got to talk about, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford loves Cooper Cup. I so, mean, so did Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean, so did Jared Goff, I mean, his targets, he has like, he has 
He has 271 yards and three touchdowns. He, most of that was against the Colts last week. I mean, he absolutely went stupid against them. Stafford loves throwing to him. He has 21 targets in two games. Mm-hmm. The second the second most highly targeted receiver is Robert Woods, only 13. So he's outpacing him by eight targets in two weeks. So, yeah, Cooper Cup, that's a nasty man, man. He's in the slot. He gets busy on him, man. He's really good. Yeah, because one receiver in the league. Because <laughs> I watched that. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all were able to throw that ball. Like literally, the only reason y'all lost, obviously, if you did not leave any time for Tom Brady, you guys would have beat them because you guys were able to throw that ball all over the Bucks defense. And I feel like Stafford and them are going to be able to do the same thing. Yeah, I I definitely see that. I mean, I definitely see a shootout coming. I I do like Tampa in the game. Mm-hmm. I I do, but. Yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Do you have? Did you make a bet on this one? I did not. Okay, I didn't know. If we'll say that we got Aki's bets coming up after we preview these games. So I didn't know if this was one of your ones you put money on. Nah, and just to end it, yeah, I just see the Bucks running the ball more against okay. the Rams because because of because their secondary right now is better than their front than their front seven, even though they do have Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. and, and I think he's gonna kind of be neutralized to the best of his abilities because Tampa Bay has a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think they're going to run the ball a little bit more and open up the play-action game game a little bit against the Rams and get the win because Tom Brady, shit, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's 44 years old still playing because these niggas in the league suck. <laughs> he did He did himself say that the league's gotten softer and he talked about like the quarterbacks he used to go up with. But uh, man, that's only the four twenty five game. Like you got the eight twenty NBC Sunday game. You got the Packers and the Forty ers And I mean, every time I've seen these two teams get together recently, the Forty ers have shellacked the Packers. I don't know if it'll be the same now, but you got Aaron Rodgers coming in after that win on Monday night against the Lions. You got the Forty ers who are two and zero. What are you thinking about this one, man? Uh. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just needs to go somewhere. I'm so sick of hearing his goddamn. Name. <laughs> it's at I, that I mean, point. Come, I, I, I mean, you come out in week one, you lay a fucking egg against the Saints, who we just saw what Carolina did them, did them last week. We don't even know how good the Saints are, and mm-hmm. then you beat a fucking zero and two Lions team, and the Lions were fucking gaining it on them. Like they were, the, they the were. Lions did a great job. I mean, the Lions had 344 yards against the Packers defense. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sold on the Packers defense. I mean, the 49ers played the Lions in week one, and they had 430 yards against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But going into the fourth quarter of that game, it was 38-17. So most of that shit's garbage time anyway. Mm-hmm. The Lions were in the game most of that game, and um, most, of the, most of that game on Monday. And then um, the third quarter came around, they didn't score, and they lined it up as they typically do. They but, lined yeah, I mean, it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's 67%. He has 388 yards and four touchdowns. And then, goddamn, Aaron Jones, four games on Monday night. He's one of the he's one of the best pass catching running backs in the league. I just don't see Green Bay winning this game. I mean, they can only win one way, and that's Aaron Rodgers literally destroying everyone. And he hasn't been able to destroy the 49ers as of late. I think the 49ers are going to really just muck this game up and just make it a nasty game. They can run the ball. Green Bay can't stop the run. I, I see um, San Francisco giving it to Green Bay. And 
if we're being honest, Green Bay doesn't really have to win this game as much as the 49ers have to win this game because of the division that they're in. I mean, shit, every team in the NFC West undefeated right now. The 49ers got to win this game more, in my opinion. The Packers are in the NFC North. They got the Vikings, who are facing 0-3 because they play Seattle this week. I think it's at Seattle, too. Uh, I have the schedule up right now. It's actually at Minnesota. Okay. They, they get them at home, and then you got the Bears, who are not very good. And then you got the Lions, who we have talked too much about because they've been playing good teams. So, yeah, I just don't, I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't. You know, with the Aaron Rodgers thing, I am at the point where I'm just like, man, let's just because now he's just he's just talking like he came as like, oh, all these people like these people don't know what they're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. This is I was like, bro, get you lost 38 to three. That's bad. You threw yeah. five picks last year. You threw two in the first game of the year. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, we have every right to say that you played, like, complete dog shit because you fucking played, like, dog shit. Like, you came out there, you were throwing picks, you guys looked lethargic, you guys looked like you just you just didn't care. And you, shit, you, you guys had us thinking that Jameis Winston has, has a whole new lease mm-hmm. on life. You had us saying for a whole goddamn week that Jameis, that LASIK eye surgery can fix Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. So, like... Aaron Rodgers, you got to do better, man. You, you ran your mouth all all season, held out, threatened to retire before the season. That first game, you got to come out and you got to be ready for that shit. So get the fuck out of here with that. That we don't know what we're talking about shit. Like, And nobody, and then he tried to bring up like the personal stuff. So I was like, nobody here is bringing up any of your personal stuff, bro. No one cares about that. We just, you lost 38 to three in the first game as the reigning MVP of the, like, of the league. The person who just been to like multiple a- uh, NFC championships in a row, like, bro, uh, it was bad. You bounce back, you won. Even though there was a point too where Detroit wasn't Detroit, I'm like, oh, this is a lot closer than I thought because Detroit was leading in half. I mean, Detroit does play them tough a lot, but you know that was with Stafford at quarterback. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry that team on his back, but but yeah, man, Detroit was in that game, like. The Packers' defense is really conserving. I mean, Kevin King, They're that dude is still in your secondary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing offseason. I know Aaron Rodgers running his mouth, but you probably should have done something to replace that man because he, he's not it, clearly. You saw no. what Tampa did to him. It's like teams, they see Kevin King, they're like, oh, we throwing to that guy. Yeah, so we'll see on that. I, this is at 49. I mean, if the Packers win, it's a big statement game. That could really, for the people who say in their back, I mean, like you said, it's crazy because the 49ers are 2-0, and but they need this game more because their division is crazy. They absolutely need this game more. They they beat the Eagles last week. They beat the Lions in week one. You got you got Jimmy G there. You got Debo Samuel. They don't have a running back at the moment, but it really doesn't matter who's back there because he's going to go off. You still have George Hill. I mean, yeah, they have, they have to keep on keeping on because, I mean, I don't see the Cardinals losing this week. They got Jacksonville. They're going to Jacksonville. They're gonna kill them. Yeah, and then the and then the Seahawks um, are playing Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota them. has to have this game. Hey, Courtney, Minnesota has to have this game. And then um, we already talked about the um, Rams and the Bucks. So yeah, they have to keep up with this division, or they're going to be a wild card team having to go on the road and play in that first weekend. But man, let's. Monday night, which when I saw the commercial for this, I actually got hyped. 
because I didn't know it was so soon. Eagles, Cowboys, Monday Night Football at Jerry's World at the Billion Dollar Playpen. Justin, I mean, you guys really, y'all gutted out that win last Sunday against the uh, Chargers. Um, the Eagles are coming off a loss. So what both of y'all one and one. Washington's one and one. Uh, where are the, are the Giants playing this week? Yeah, they play the Falcons. Okay, they play the Falcons. Man, my computer didn't like the Falcons. I was like, I ain't going to show them. But they suck. <laughs> oh, that's why they're in the one o'clock. Giants are 0 2. I'm still looking at the 440. All right. But this is a bit this is a big one, man. This Monday night. And like if, I don't know if you've seen it, but the past uh the three biggest games this year, two out of the three have been the Cowboy games. National TV every goddamn week. There's a reason why they put us on there. All right. Yeah, the the first obviously was the opening night. Then you and the Chargers was the biggest game. And then the third biggest game was the Mahomes uh, Lamar thing, so y'all outdid them. <laughs> like it's, and this one's about to be a monster number two. But Justin, more importantly, what's going down in this game? Oh man, Eagles scare me. I'm not even gonna hold you. Eagles can play defense. I mean they they held the 49ers to only 17 points last game. Jalen Jalen Hurts can move a little bit, but. Our defense has been a little opportunistic. We've been getting turnovers. We are not a good defense by any means. I'm not going to lie to the fans. I'm not going to be a fucking Dallas Cowboys homer on this podcast. I refuse to do that. But we can get a nice little streak of wins. You might hear me running my goddamn mouth. But, yeah, our, our defense has a couple players. I like the young guys. They've been playing really well. Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. We had Michael Parsons playing um defensive end last game, and he was just harassing Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we won that game, to be honest, because the um, Chargers just couldn't stay out their own fucking way. I mean, just no. stupid penalty after stupid penalty. Couldn't convert in the red zone, missing kicks. Mike McCarthy wanted to lose that game so bad with the terrible, fucking god-awful clock management at the end of that game. I think there was like, there was like, 40 seconds left and we had a timeout and we let that shit run all the way down the fucking like eight seconds. <laughs> just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. But yeah, it's our home opener. Eagles are a very feisty team. I do expect the Eagles to cover spreads a four point spread right now, but I think the Cowboys got this. I think get them because fuck the Eagles. That'd be big. Put y'all at two and one. Uh, depending on what Washington, I, I expect Washington to lose. So I'll put you guys ahead in the division with the division win. That's going to, I mean, NFC, I know we're calling it the NFC least. That's what people have been calling, but division wins in there are huge. Man, first of all, we got, we got, we got to do something about this NFC least thing. I don't think the, I don't think the NFC East is the worst division in football. We just have the Hot biggest. take. Ain't no fucking hot take. You got the AFC South on the other side of the conference. They got Jacksonville and Houston and fucking mm-hmm. Indy who and Carson Wentz can't fucking stay up. If the, if the Titans do not win that division, we're going to have we're going to have a fucking therapy session for their fans because God, that division fucking mm-hmm. sucks. Okay, AFC and South. Know, and you know what? The AFC North might give us a run for our money too because they're not very good either. Tell them right. All right. Those were some of the big games. There was another big game. 
Don't think he's getting that much. We got Chargers at Chiefs. That's big now because they're both one and one. That's a division game. If if Chargers want to make that next step to get in the playoffs, they got to win these games. They do got to win these games, but they got they got to stop shooting themselves in the foot, man. Mm-hmm. That Cowboys game, I watched that whole game for the most part. I mean, they were just anytime they got any momentum, holding penalty, mm-hmm. false start. Defensive holding on defense sometimes. I mean, just this terrible penalties, man. Like they gotta clean that shit up. But to segue in to my bet. Oh, is it time? Yeah, Aki's picks. Let's go. Yes. The segue into that. The Wait spike- first. How did you do last time? How did you do last time when we were on? What was the record? Did you only miss one? Yeah, I was two and one. The teaser. Hey. Yeah, I was two and one. I threw away the notes. I can't remember who I was. <laughs> you know, with this betting shit, it's week to week, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I can't worry about last week. I'm on to the next week every single time. <laughs> as soon as Monday hits after Sunday, I'm looking at lines. I gotta see I gotta see what I can get. But I didn't put my bets in until one. So I, I, missed, I missed out on some of the good lines. I'm not even gonna hold you. But yeah, first first bet I got is the Chargers plus seven. They're getting seven against the Chiefs. I feel like that's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. The Chiefs mm-hmm. this year are 0 and 2 against the spread. Mm-hmm. And then last year on spreads higher than seven points, so seven or higher, mm-hmm. they're three and eight. So I mean Kansas City, yeah, they're one of the best teams in the league, but they're they're not a betting favorite anymore. I mean well, the Chiefs you. are thirty one in D V O A on defense, thirty one. Mm-hmm. Second, second to last in the NFL, and Chargers can move the ball. So mm-hmm. if they can clean up some of the bullshit that they've been doing the past couple of weeks, I think they can keep the game close and cover mm-hmm. that spread. I don't see them winning the game because Kansas City. I mean, they don't cover, but they won a lot. I mean, they went fifteen and one last year and mm-hmm. only lost to Goat Brady. So yeah, I like to. Char- I really do like the Chargers in that matchup right there. Okay, okay. What's the other ones you got? And then the next game I got is the Bengals at the Steelers. I didn't, take a, I didn't take a side, even though I'm a hard lean towards the Bengals. I really am because the Steelers have not been impressive. That offense but, is terrible so far. It's terrible. Yeah, it has been terrible. Can't run the ball. Big Ben has a fucking peck strain. I don't mm-hmm. know how that's going to affect him. Can't run the ball. Can't throw the ball downfield and have Chase Claypool in our fucking L7C fantasy league and it is just it just sucked. Nah. They didn't address the line, man. That offensive line's bad. Nah. It's not, I don't have him in the L7C fantasy league. I got, a diff- I got him in a different league, but besides the point, he's one of their most explosive players and they just can't fucking get in the ball because Big Ben can't fucking get it to him. So I got the under in this game. The Bengals, surprisingly, have a pretty good defense. They are seventh in defensive in DVOA. Mm. So I think they'll be. A, I think they. I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. Big Ben's going to be compromised. Steelers have a ferocious defense. I don't know if TJ Watt's going to be playing, but I'm. I'm sure the backups are still going to be able to get pressure and make it a little uncomfortable for Joe Burrow. But yeah, I like the under thirty three and a half in this okay. game. I feel like when those two teams do play together, those are very low-scoring games. Yeah. Yeah, typically. I mean, these division games, I mean, these teams know, these 
you play them twice a year. You play them more <laughs> than anyone else, so you know who they are. I mean, the Bengals on a Monday night game last year whooped the dog shit out of the Steelers. Yeah, I remember. And I was on the wrong side of that bet, and I was able to salvage my money there in live bet once I realized that the Steelers were not winning the game. And that was kind of the beginning of their slump last year in the um, Monday night game at Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. the Bengals do play them tough. I mean, it's shit, and Cincinnati is like the Super Bowl every time they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, the people, the, the fans around here cannot fucking stand the Steelers, so. Right. I, de- I definitely see it under, and if I had to pick a side, I'm on the Bengals side, getting um, three points even okay. at Pittsburgh. What other ones you got, man? Third game that we got are the Cardinals laying seven against the Jaguars. I mean, the Cardinals they're just, so explosive. They have been on fire offensively these past two weeks, mm-hmm. scoring 30 over over the past two games. Kyler Murray is just a goddamn magician back there. Got D-Hop back there. Christian Kirk. Shit. Kyler Murray even throws it to the tight ends a lot. I think, think the other tight ends, Dan Arnold, he'd be kicking catches. Rondell Moore. I know you know him from Purdue. He- I am well... <laughs> I am well aware of Rondell Moore, and we are the reason he's probably got drafted. So I, we are well aware of him in Columbus. Well, Rondell, Rondell Moore did that shit against everyone, and now he's one of Colin Murray's targets. Christian Kirk, AJ Green. I mean, the off shit. Even Chase Evans and James Conner, they can catch out the backfield. They can run the ball. The offense is explosive. I, I just don't see Jacksonville being able to keep up at all. Their offense is terrible. They're thirty first in DVO and offense. The Cardinals in week one, Chandler Jones had five sacks. I, I see that line feasting on Jacksonville's. I, I typically don't like taking big spreads like this on the road, but I think this is a special case because the Jaguars are fucking god-awful. They're, they're up there with the Falcons of being one of the worst teams in the NFL. So, If the Jaguars go 0-3, I guess how I – I think it's way too early to think about it, 0 for a team, but – you already saw the thing about the rumors about potentially Urban going back to college because the UFC spots open. I think he'll stick out at least a couple, two years until he potentially goes back, which he retired because of all that stuff or whatever. But this man, he ain't used to losing, Justin, and he's getting that NFL humble pie. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm worried about his health at this point because there's very few wins on that schedule. If, 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 if any. I mean, I feel like they might be able to get the Texans maybe. If the Colts are... If, Carson Wentz isn't playing. I think they can get the Colts on that schedule. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend gets the Falcons, maybe. They play on Thanksgiving? Oh, on the weekend. I was about to say. Weekend, weekend. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) They got the Jets on there, so they might be able to win those games. You know, it's the fucking NFL. Any any team can win on any given Sunday. Mm -hmm. There's always that possibility, so I think they're going to win a game, but yeah, I, I really don't see them winning more than four games, honestly. Well, that's what it is. <sighs> Good, sorry, Urban. I mean, he already has. You'll have three losses, man. Shoot, he only had eight at nine at Ohio State. I mean, you go on <laughs> lose in the NFL. I mean, Bill Belichick even loses. You, yeah, but you know how the college boys do with the. I mean, the last one to really be successful coming up was Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean. Carolina has Matt Rule. I mean, he's doing good right now. That's he's doing right. good right now. I mean, it was a little bumpy last year, but he didn't yeah, have I Christian mean, all last year, though. Most of last year. 
He didn't, and Teddy Bridgewater was his hey. quarterback, even though Denver is. Hey, Denver, <laughs> watch out! Hold on, now don't those Denver out there playing. I know. I'm about to put. I'm about to start putting some respect on the Broncos' name. Who they got? Oh, they got, got the Jets. They, they can go three and zero. They can. They can. Yeah, AFC West is AFC West is something right now. <laughs> Any other ones you got, man? Any other Aki picks? I do, and our last pick of the evening is the team with no name. The Washington Ooh, football team. Gets the Bills. Getting seven and a half against the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo beat the beat the dog shit out the Dolphins last week. 34-0. We didn't have a podcast last week, but I did take the wrong side there and I took the Dolphins. Idiot on my part. Well, you also, yeah, they don't, the Dolphins do not play them well. Because if you remember last year, no. Buffalo hung up 50 something on them. No, I forgot. I was just playing a number. Fucking um, home underdogs. I love home underdogs. And that one absolutely burned me. So, yeah, natural letdown spot for the, for the Bills after dropping 34. Josh Allen has been iffy all season. He hasn't been able to really get on the roll. And the Washington defense is due to go off soon. I mean, with that front floor for Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. I mean, they're fucking loaded. I just think seven and a half is a lot of points. I think I think Vegas got that wrong. I'm sick that I didn't bet on this game earlier in the week. When the line came out and on Monday at like nine points. Washington was getting nine points. Mm-hmm. So I came in late on that one, but yeah, I see um, Washington definitely covering that. Okay. I was going to ask what the line is on the Saints at Patriots game. Saints are a three point favorite. Oh, really? They're the fit. Wow. Yeah. At, new- at home. Wow. Okay. All right. I did not expect that, but. Right. What, what did you think the line was going to be? I thought Pats were going to be favored by three. Oh yeah, the Pats are. What? Oh, oh, I, I thought you Saints. said the same. Yeah, you said oh, the same. Yeah, the Patriots are favored by three. Okay. Yeah, I thought you said Saints. I was like Saints on the road, favored by three. What? Okay. All right. I mean, we're about to see because I know we'll be recapping in two weeks, but <laughs> Tom Brady's going to be making his return to New England next week in Week Four, and that game is going to get the every place is covering that game. Um. Oh my God. Are, are y'all ready for week four? Because that <laughs> shit, we're about to hear nothing but fucking Tom Brady and Bill Belichick stories all got mm-hmm. all all goddamn week. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to it, man. I low key, I low key hope that the Bucks kind of actually no, 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 because I forgot about my Patriots making the playoffs bet earlier this year. Yes, you did. I was shocked. Yes. So I need the Patriots to win that game. I need the Patriots to go to the playoffs so I can get that money. So. Yeah, but, but um, what you call it? Tom Brady has definitely won that won this divorce. Like anyone arguing for Bill Belichick at this point, like the man has won. The man went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl in his first year during COVID. Like we gotta play all the rest. I mean, and fucking Bill Belichick still can't find a quarterback. I mean, Matt they're the man. they're the eight twenty Sunday night game. Oh my lord! The whole world's gonna be watching. I mean, the NFL they know. When they pit these games and place them in the spots that they do, they know what they're doing, man. Everyone's going to be watching that shit. NFL, Shh. Junkie TV. 
at least y'all get two home games. I was looking at the Cowboys. At least you get two home games in a row. But that Panther game at the beginning of the year is just like, eh. But now that's tricky. It's definitely tricky. I mean, I think we'll be able to throw against them. But they have J.C. Horn there on first-round pick. Um, broke his foot, so we will not mm-hmm. have to worry about him playing. But the defense is good. But, you know, I believe in Dak. I need to see what happens on Monday before I start picking them to beat the Panthers pretty <laughs> Yeah, man, we've been looking good. I mean, that I cannot stress that that Chargers win because we had really had no business winning that game. But oh, I'd be Maris 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 to ask you, what do you think about the running situation? People are talking like Zeke Pollard. <laughs> it's a big topic right now with the Cowboys before we like sign off. Because Pollard's balling. Like, I watched that game. He was going. I mean, I mean, what exactly are you asking me? Do I think that he should get more touches? Should he be starting the game? Like, Oh, I don't think. No, I don't think you have him start. Zeke makes $90 million. He better be freaking starting. But, <laughs> well, I mean, what's going on? Like, like, I guess with Zeke, I mean, like, why, is, why does it look like when Tony gets in, it's easier for him to run and catch the ball? But with Zeke, it's just like, eh. Because I just think Tony Pollard's just a more versatile, explosive player at the moment. I mean. Every time he touches the ball, he just you you can just see the pop. And the, you know, Zeke is more like Zeke more of the bruiser right now, but I really like them like as a tandem. Like you got Zeke bruising it, mm-hmm. bruising the ball. I mean, he can run inside the tackles. And you got Tony Pollard, you know, running running the quick shit outside and catching the ball at the backfield. So I've always been high on Tony Pollard. I when Zeke was doing his fucking holdout, I told him, We got this dude. We don't need to fucking pay this man. What are we doing? But yeah, man. I mean, having two good having two good backs is not a bad situation to be in at all. At oh all. no, it's it's not. I was just. I mean, Tony Pollard's just young, younger and more explosive at the moment. You know, these running backs, man. The only the only one who can just sustain workload like this is Derrick Henry at this point. And I said I said earlier that I don't think I don't think he's going to be able to. And Shay's proving me wrong at the moment. <laughs> I mean, that game last week against the Seattle, I mean, they were losing and in the second half, they came back running the ball. They weren't mm-hmm. throwing, they weren't chucking that bitch. They were turning the ball, turning around and giving that fucking big linebacker the ball every goddamn play. Mm-hmm. And Seattle mm-hmm. couldn't do anything about it. I agree. I agree. Justin man, anything else? Anything else? Yeah, man, um our boy Justin Fields. Oh, he's about to get the start <laughs> at Cleveland. Uh-huh. As our resident Ohio State fan, how do you feel about it? Uh, personally, it's a week too early. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I thought he was gonna start in week week four. Who did they have? They had a scrub team. Let me. Pull. They had the Lions. That would have been a nice, easy game for him to ease in, but. I mean, it is what it is. He'll be at Cleveland. Uh, the Browns, they are a good team. They're, like you talked about the Washington football team's defense being due. Miles Garrett and them, they're due soon. So they can make it rough on young Justin, but I'm not expecting much. I'm not, but <laughs> the Browns should come out on top pretty easily. But, hey, he might be able to shock the world. and But if he gets... I think Max, he would probably have two touchdowns, one throwing, one on the ground. But I still see like the Bears getting killed. I mean, but, th- this clown Matt Nagy, I just don't, uh, I just don't understand why he's just so against his saying that. Like, 
He said in the press conference this week that, well, you know, Andy Dalton's our starter. You know, like, just lying to me. You know good and damn well if fucking Justin Fields goes out and starts eating, you're going to keep playing him. Like, you're going to keep playing him. And then oh, yeah. he does play well, and then you still bench him. You're going to have your whole fan base ready to turn on you. You're already on the fucking hot seat. You get, you want to go with the best guy at this point. I'm hoping Justin Fields can show that he is a guy now, and if he has to sit, he has to sit. But it's just Matt Nagy. Come on. Shows it. Just just roll with the kid. Just fucking roll with the kid. I think the thing is, Justin, you know the age-old saying, the NFL is a copycat league. Everyone's trying to copy the Patrick Mahomes method. And Matt Nagy was in Kansas City when that happened. Mm-hmm. He sat by now the Smith a year. He played those last three games or whatever, and now look where he's at. Everyone's trying to copy it. That's You know the league just, like, they see that was successful. I'm going to try and copy it. Have have your hotshot rookie sit behind a veteran for a year so they can learn and then throw him in there. I mean, how much has he learned from fucking Andy Dalton? Uh, Andy Dalton's a pro. He's a good pro. He's a pro, but he wants to start. He wants to start. I, I well, is he not I supposed to not want to start? Right now. Well, is, is he not supposed to want to start? It's his job. I mean... <laughs> I mean, if I'm Andy Dalton, I would take my fucking, what, $10 million that they paid him and set my house on the bench and mentor the kid. I mean... Yeah, but... He the, had a good run, man. Like He did. The playoffs with the Bengals. But remember, man, Chicago did not expect to get Justin Fields. No one expected him to drop like that. No, he did not. That's the thing. They did not ex- like they see him. He was the best player available. They were not expecting to get him, which I also thought was, this is another of the dysfunction because they're like, oh, because they were really hell bet on Dalton's a starter. That's it. But when you get Justin Fields dropped to your lap, what can you do? Yeah, I'm kind of glad that, um, well, San Francisco could have got him. That would have been nice. Yeah, they went with Trey Lance, but that's a whole other thing for me. So, yeah, but fucking, I'm kind of glad that Jets didn't get him because after last week, I was I was in Atlanta this past weekend with my cousins, and one of them is a Jets fan, so we had to watch the Jets in the one o'clock window. That's Saturday. gross. Yeah, I know. And that man, <laughs> he looked awful. But I, but I was I was telling my cousin, I was, I was like, listen here, like this is Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. You know how this is about to go. It's about mm-hmm. to be ugly and ugly. It was. Ugly is actually an understatement. It was honestly god awful. But I think, eh, actually, I don't even know if um, Zach Wilson's going to bounce back. Honestly, they got the Jet, they got the um, Broncos this week at Denver. Yeah, we'll see what the, I mean, with Justin, too, because the Browns, they won't have Jarvis for a couple games, and he's the heart and soul of that team. But Odell is expected to play, so we'll see how that goes. But honestly, man, the real the best player of both teams is that boy Nick Chubb. He is different. Oh my god. I'm watching Nick Chubb play. That man. Whew. He can he can but he can run inside of tackles and he might bust it loose on you too. He can mm-hmm. he can run past you. They got Kareem Hunt to catch the ball, but if he can if Nick Chubb can catch, I'll probably be saying he's the best running back in the league. That's true. That's true. Anything else? Nah, I think we ran through everything that's truly important, unless you want to talk about the Falcons and the Giants. Nah, I'm okay on that. (laughs) The only thing I have left to say is, Carson, we're sorry we missed you in uh, the first one. Get healthy. Stop getting hurt. You were literally literally half of our whole NFL podcast last year. We need you back. How the fuck do you sprain both of your ankles (laughs) in the same game? (laughs) 
Like, hey, but if, if Jameis is bad on uh, against the Patriots, Carson, we might have to move you to the bench. Jameis is about to be the L seven C quarterback. I mean, they're in the they're in the Thursday night game last week. I was I was in the group message and I debuted in our fantasy football group message. My top five list of shitty quarterbacks. Do you have the list now? No, nah, I don't have it now. So we gotta wait a couple. We gotta wait till week five. We're gonna save it. We're gonna save it. But um, okay, okay. Yeah, Carson, you keep you keep getting per- perpetually hurt. You might have to. Hit, you might be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you might be added to the list, my man. You gotta you gotta get healthy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with your body. Why can't you stay healthy, man? You're not an eagle anymore. So I want to see you do well. Like, come on. <laughs> Hey, you heard Carson, but with that being said, there's nothing else. You know, definitely thank you everyone for listening to the NFL pod and all the other pods that we uh, do for the L7C podcast. We are marching right along, giving that good content. NFL Sundays are the best Sundays of the year. Um, And yeah, remember to uh, re-listen to get uh, Aki's picks so y'all can make some money. And hold them to it. And when we come back in week five, about if you made some money, if you're not, let us know. I actually do want to know for the people listening if Justin's helping y'all make money. So comment on Spotify, Apple, Google, or YouTube when these go up on YouTube. But yeah. Well, shoot. That's all I, I got to say. I actually had college picks this week, too. <laughs> oh, God. I, I was going crazy on the <laughs> app on Wednesday. I was like, hmm, Notre Dame get seven? I'll take that. Yeah, their offense is a little, but that's college. But with that being said, thank y'all for listening to the L7C podcast. You guys take care. See you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.